I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them. You tried to have lives. The nerve of us trying to talk to people about life. Life. I know. Keep hoping that we'll find life. Yeah, Wednesday we had an event. So let, let me just go back because the idea is that on Friday, I've already worked 40 hours most of the time. Sometimes I've only worked 38. Sometimes I, you have to go into work for like an hour or two on Friday. Or three hours or even longer. But usually it's less. Yes. And that's great because as an introvert, I really enjoy that downtime where there's nobody at all. You do. Yes. You, you need your quiet time. I do. And then I am a little bit easier to deal with for everybody, I'm certain. <laughs> For the weekend. We love you. Mm, it's a good thing because otherwise I'd just only be aggravating. Anyway. So, so you were planning on having another Friday. Right. And, and I've had issues on Fridays. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. I've had Fridays that have issues. Yes. I try not to have issues, but usually by the end of it, I do. Fridays, if, if you're going to have a poop day or if you're going to have a problem solving for everybody else except yourself day, it generally lands on a Friday. So, so backing up to Wednesday. So now we can start with Wednesday. So Wednesday, my phone is ringing. I'm sitting at my desk and my personal cell phone is ringing. So I can see what number it is. Yes. And I say to my work wife, I don't think I want to talk to whoever this is, but I'm going to have to. <laughs> Who was it? It was the kids club... Um, I should say probably lady instead of girl, but she's a younger lady. So often we say girl, and you never know if a lady is going to get mad if you call her lady or a girl. So The director of the kids' club program. The, the person in charge, she called me. How about that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> she called, and, and she was a little wound up. I figured she, she would be because she was calling about our number two child. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says, he's suspended. She just lets you know right off the bat what's going on. I'm going to get to the bottom line. Nobody's hurt. Nobody needs any medical care. However, he's suspended. Yes. And I'm not sure exactly what happened, but I can tell you why he's suspended. He hit a kid, and then he hit a staff. Mm-hmm. And the hitting the staff is what put it over the line. And this is our, he being our number two child. Mm-hmm who has had behavior problems and just generally needs a little bit of extra assistance to help find functional. And she knows it, and she does really good with him. She does. She she knows how he is. She has like almost three-year-old, I think. Mm-hmm. And so she's used to dealing with his kind. Yeah. And a feisty one, apparently, not one of those quiet ones who won't like stick his face in the water or whatever. <laughs> so she says, I haven't determined exactly how this happened because I can't talk to him yet because he, he has to calm down and we all know this. Mm-hmm. So I said, I understand. And she said, he can come back next week, but he's suspended for the rest of the week. And I understand that I'm just calling you and so you might not be able to get here immediately and that's okay. He'll just sit here with me until somebody does pick him up. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, okay, it's Wednesday, and you're going there to pick up our number three child. Yes, I was already on my way there to get number three for her gymnastics lessons, which number two has completely quit his gymnastics lessons, and we talked about that a few weeks ago. Yeah, he's not going. No. But so you were coming there to get her, and, and typically he was going to stay there. He would stay at the after-school program until you went to pick him up. When I was done working. When you were done with work. So I looked at the clock and I said, well, actually, Jess should be getting there momentarily. 
to pick up our princess for her gymnastics. And she said, okay, that's cool. And I, and I said, I'll text her and tell her I already talked to you so you don't have to explain the whole thing to her again. And meanwhile, I'm driving in the car and I get a text that just says, I already talked to the director lady. Yes, because I, in <laughs> case you were right then walking in the door, I wanted you to know that. And then I proceeded to say something else, but I'm slower at typing. So you're, you just sent and, a question and, mark. Yes, I, I sent back, I think, a question mark. And then you said he's suspended. And then and uh, don't bother talking with him about it. Yeah, I didn't want you talking with him and making yourself more aggravated because you had to deal with him and he didn't want to be with you. And then him giving you the type of problem he gave me on the day that we never went to gymnastics again. Ever, ever. Because he had given me that 12-day headache. So I didn't want you to have to deal with that. I thought, I've already talked to her. I'm going to have to deal with him because I'm the one who told him, if you get suspended, you will deal with me. Mm -hmm. So I go and I pick him up. And I take him with me to number three's gymnastics lesson, and we sit there and do her homework, as we usually do when he's sitting there bored out of his mind. And Did he just go with you okay? He did, and he understood that we were not there for him. We were there for her, and that he would go in with us. And by that point, he was understanding that he had made a big problem for himself. And so it was just best if he just did whatever he was told from that point forward. Right. And when he's gotten in that much trouble, it's just better not to have to talk about it anyway, because it needs to all settle down. Yes. Before we can deal with it again. Yes. And she was asking our, our number three child was asking, why is he here? And I said, um, because he can't be at the after school club and, and that's it. And, and it's not your job to worry about why. And, Right. So that, you know, the, the evening went fairly smoothly. You I came was home glad. and had a talk with that him. That was my purpose in, in not having you talk to him. Yes. And then I came home and he came home. Was he, he was giving you a problem by then. He was, but at that point it was just the usual problems of being obstinate, being, uh, wanting to be in control of the situation and so not following directions. I say, get your homework out. And instead he gets a juice box out and says, I'm going to get my homework out, but I'm going to get a juice box first. And that normally wouldn't be a problem for an average child because an average child wouldn't have the kind of power struggles that this child has. When Yeah, when he says, I'm getting the juice box out, he's not just getting a juice box out. He's saying, I'm not doing what you're saying. So there. Yes. And that's a whole nother thing. And we realize now we're talking about this and we're talking about Friday, but we're still on Wednesday. Yes. So, so to shorten the Wednesday, he was not going to go back to the before and after school, the kids club for the rest of the week, Thursday and Friday, he was suspended. Yes. And that meant... That meant that I had to take off of work in order to deal with him. And we had, we had an IEP the next day for him anyway, so... We had to go to the IEP and we had to have him with and the, the psychologist, we hadn't met her before, but she was there and she was a little nervous because he was there and she had some questions for us that she didn't want him to hear. And I didn't know that yet, but... We put him with some headphones on a computer yeah, and he was fine. Yeah, I figured we'd have to put him on a computer when we got there and he could do some school things on the computer. Right. It was good because she wanted to ask us about things we had written down, which included um, him being suicidal or homicidal, suicidal, when he was on the ADHD meds and he was like, going to kill I'm you, going to kill, kill myself, I'm going to shoot you in the face with a gun and then I'm going to laugh. And Yeah, he was... Not I, the words you want to hear coming out of your seven and eight-year-old's mouth. No, he was seven, but he was six when he was going to kill everybody. Oh, yes. 
So I explained to her, you know, how in relation to the ADHD meds and so forth. And the whole point of the IEP was just to see like what classification he was in. And we didn't actually change the classification, but what we did get is this excellent report from the psychologist out of it that will make it so easy to address things if he ends up in a special intervention program for behavior or something like that. Yes, basically if he outgrows his meds, which is kind of inevitable. So I should say when he outgrows his meds. His his principle was, she's on it, man. She knows. She knows. She's like, this is what happens. I've, I've worked with her before, though. I used to work up at that school. And yeah, she's she's good about that kind of stuff. When kids are on meds, they stop working. And, and then we're all in trouble. And it's kind of an trouble. overnight thing. The kid has a growth spurt, and the next day they come back crazy. Yeah, and the psychologist didn't totally agree with that, but that's okay. I understood what she was saying. The psychologist is not the one who has to discipline the child when they come back the next day crazy. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Anyway. That psychologist was funny because she said she didn't know him before this, but she knew him. She had she seen knew his who face he was. all around. She knew who he was, even though she didn't know his particular yeah, name like she, or it, story. It was, a, it was amusing the way she said it because she didn't officially know him, but she, she, knew, she knew him. She knew who it was. <laughs> Because he does these funny things in between, which is how he's still alive and he's kicking. He's very <laughs> charismatic and he yeah. is very endearing in the ways in which he recovers from his misbehaviors. Yes. Yes, it's really good. Because because he needs it. He, he does, and the rest <laughs> of us do too. So the yes. principal, who's been gone a lot this last year, I don't leave for reasons. Uh-huh. Uh, was in her office and she said he stopped by and she was talking. He stops and says to her, are you talking to yourself? And this just cracked her up. And I thought she, maybe she was talking to herself, but I think she told him she wasn't or something. Right. And I've told her, he's in the car sometimes and he's talking and I say, what are you saying? He says, I'm talking to myself. Like, exasperated with me. <laughs> How dare you ask? You're not part of this conversation right <laughs> You're now, not invited. Dad. <laughs> right. This is an A and A conversation. <laughs> so there. So, um, so be uninvolved. But it was it was quite funny that he stops in the principal's office. What's he happening? Goes wandering. Is he's wandering somewhere. He's probably supposed he gets to a be passed to use the bathroom, or he gets he's going his pass to, his, to get go his to meds. his special ed or his meds or whatever. You know, he has a goal of his journey across the campus. But he he goes all around the whole school to check if there's anything else he might want to do first, <laughs> including. Does. Check if the principal is talking to herself. So, either way, Thursday morning was not terribly difficult because we had to be there at the school anyway. Right, and then he got to go out in the playground and play, and then and we were fine. then Thursday, you picked him up after school. You had to leave work for a few minutes to pick him up on time because my school and his school let out too close in time. I couldn't get there on time. Right. You picked him up, you brought him to me, and you had to go back to work. I picked him up. And he says, can we go to the park? <laughs> you like, little shit. You are in so much trouble and you are asking for the park? He's conveniently forgetting. He's a kid. So, yeah, right. <laughs> so I say, no, dude, I have to go back to work. You're going to, to Jess's work. And he goes, oh. And, and then it all you could tell it's all coming back to him. And he's like, okay. And he gets in the car. Like, I'm not arguing with that. I remember oh, yes, what I, I did. I remember. I'm in trouble now. Sorry. <laughs> I said, you're going to go over there and you're going to do your homework. And then if you, if you can, you'll earn some free time. So I had told my boss Wednesday night, I sent her an email saying, hey, uh, he's suspended from this and I have to take some time off in the next couple mornings and afternoons to manage it. Because I could not. It was no. the very last week of school. And so I can't 
miss the time that week when everything is wrapping up unless mm. it's an absolute emergency and your schedule was more flexible so you were the one who got to do it. Well, I'm sorry. It was fine because I had told him he would have to deal with me and that I would have to take off of work. And that's, you know, one of the reasons he has to understand that he can't be suspended. Right. Because he's in the after school program because we're at work. Yes. So, if, you know. Yeah. Now comes Friday morning. Mhm. Mm so now we've gotten to Friday. Ugh, Friday. Usually, you know, we would, on a regular Friday, we would drop the kids off at the kids club somewhere between 7 and 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And usually it would be... Because we're not in a hurry on a Friday because it's the end of the week, they're tired, and I have the flexibility in my schedule to not... Even if I do have to go in for some hours, mm -hmm. I don't have to go in immediately. Right. And I have to be at my work by 8. So usually I drop them off closer to 7.15 or 7.30. But on this day, I dropped off number 3 at 7.30. Yes. And you were home with number 2. Yes. When you would have normally been going on a hike. To enjoy some that nature my, and some personal time. That was my plan from the week before. I was going to drop off the kids early, and I was going to head up the road to the mountains and go on a particular hike. Yes. Knowing that I would not have to pick them up until 6 in the evening, and probably not at all because it was Friday and it was his mom's turn. So now I know, as of Wednesday, I know, I'm not going to have this on Friday. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime... Pointy-headed creature here, Dog C. Dog C, the last man standing. Yeah, is having a breakdown by Thursday. He's kept me up like every other hour or less. Waking week. us up squeaking and... Just acting crazy. And I think, okay, I'll just take him to the vet and I'll see maybe he needs anti-inflammatories again because we were using those and we ran out and aspirin's just not working good enough. So right. I will take him to the vet because I'm stuck with being here with the kid until almost 9.30. And so you thought that if the vet opens at 7.30, you can take the kid and the dog to the vet. Yes, and I had called them. But apparently there's no vets until 8. They're open at 7.30, but there well, are no vets till yes, 8. Yes, you might be dropping off a dog for surgery. You might be picking up a dog who had surgery or had to stay overnight or something. Mm -hmm. So we sat there and waited for a while, and it was apparent that we were not going to get in before I had to get him to school. And I didn't want to like get in there and then we'll make him late for school. Right. You know? So we sat patiently and waited, and he was fine. He visited everybody and their dogs. He visited it with a goat and a guinea pig and God knows what else. And and I'm always... <laughs> and all of their corresponding peoples as well. Whether they want them to or not. Yep. And some of them were fine with it. And some of them were probably more introverted or less kid-friendly or something. And Or more involved in their pets' needs. Well, people who are really involved in their pets, often uh, that's the point that they will talk to you. Mm -hmm. They might not introduce themselves or anything else, but they'll tell you the dog's name and all that. <laughs> but he was such an extrovert, not that we've ever not mentioned that, but everybody who comes in, he was he, he had the whole place. He was doing the triage or something. It's like, <laughs> what kind of dog is that? What's its name? What happened to its leg? <laughs> you know, <laughs> why is his face like that? Why does he have a cone on? You know, uh -huh. every, everything. With everyone. Every person. So he was fine for the hour and a half we were sitting there. So I brought him to school and I left immediately from the school to the mountain road. And I decided I was going to go on part of the hike. And I would just turn around at the time it was time to turn around wherever I was. 
Mm -hmm. and come back. And you had a very specific plan for this hike, which you had mentioned earlier that you had planned this hike like a week in advance because you're working on building up your endurance, carrying a pack. You're looking at going backpacking with our lawyer friend and your best friend going hiking, camping, doing stuff. Eventually, I want to go backpacking with those guys, and they are more prepared than I am. Yes. First of all, one of them's a lot younger because he's your age, and he doesn't have kids, so he can exercise all the time. Like mm-hmm. he has a, goes to a running club. And then my good buddy who's older, he's been hiking a lot more, and he walks every day at least five miles because he walks to work. Right. And then he takes a hike on the weekends, and he's been conditioning, carrying a heavier pack on his day hikes. So I thought, well, this is my thing. I haven't been able to go on very long hikes because of time constraints. So I should go ahead and prepare my pack and get some weight in there so I can condition. Yes. And check my gear out. Are these boots going to work? Are these boots going to work? Are these shoes going to work? Etc. Right? Right. So I loaded up the pack early in the morning before I woke up the boy. And the dog and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mostly had things of water in there. That way, if I wasn't quite as ready for the, as much weight as I put in, I could dump it out, water some trees. So I drove up there and hurried up, and I had winter boots on because there had been a fair amount of snow last time, and I had gotten my trail shoes fairly wet from snow. So I thought, oh, I'll wear the winter boots, whatever. And I Went down the trail, and it was very nice, and there's lots of wildflowers. And there was a lot of downhill, so I was trying to make sure I saved enough time to come back uphill. (laughs) And I almost mostly did, as a teenager would say. Almost mostly, kind of. I think I almost did. You thought? Yeah. 1.4 miles from the car, I had to dump out four of the waters and just save the one I needed. I had some in the car, too, but so I could move a lot faster because it was all uphill. 85% of it was uphill. And it was like 12,000 feet of uphill. Yep. And some of it was gradual, but like a good mile of it was constant. Right. And then another half mile of it was really, really constant up. So I dumped out the water and I got to the car and I got in and started driving. And And by this point, you had been rushing because you were concerned about being late. And I had made a plan with the boy in the morning. I said, look, if you don't see me, just go down to the park, which is the next thing over from the school. Yes. And the kids go there all the time with the kids club. And I, I said, I will pull up at the park and get you. In the meantime, like my mother's called me and I, I just let it go to voicemail. And then the vet calls me and the vet at this point, I could answer the phone because I had the earpiece in the car. Mm-hmm. Whereas my mom called when I was actually hiking. Right. And I was trying to move fast, so I was not going to huff and puff into the phone while she said, what? No. Because <laughs> she couldn't hear me. <laughs> right. She wouldn't be able to hear me. Right. So the vet says, we have an appointment available at 3.40. I can save it for you. And I said, well, that's great, but the kid's school doesn't get out till 3.30, and I am going to be right at the school at 3.30, but, you know, that's... Uh, and she said, well, I'll save it anyway. And I'm thinking, oh, that's good. Then they can move things mm-hmm. up. And I got to the school, and I thought I got in a spot where I'd be able to cut him off before he got down to the park, but I was wrong. He had another way around. Of course he did. So, but I had to hurry up, run, get to the house. I didn't have an extra shirt in the car, so I was a sweaty. I was going to stink everybody out. Change my shirt, get the dog, drive to the school, look for the kid, and I couldn't find him. Mm. So he had managed to escape me, and I probably should have just been waiting by the park. I foiled my own plan. And it was 3.41 when we got in the car. Lovely. So we went to the vet, and we waited an hour and a half again. Yep. While I'm trying to find him at the park, right before that, his mom texts me and says, you can bring him here. 
But I was trying to hurry up and get to the vet at this point who had said, hurry up and get over there. Right. And so I didn't. You get this text while you're driving to the vet away from the school and his mommy's house. Yeah. It's, you can drop him off. I'm like, no, I can't. Nope. I'm bringing the dog to the vet now. Mm-hmm. So slightly off would be helpful if it wasn't slightly off with its timing. So we get to the vet and we are too late, way, way, way too late. And they didn't just move everybody up in the way that I thought it would be nice nope. if they could, but they didn't work that way. Nope. So we waited an hour and a half and there were no goats. There were no guinea pigs. There was lots of different sized dogs with various ailments that he inquired about for a while. And then I decided I'd give him my phone. And save the rest of the waiting room the... Uh... Yeah, myself, because it's a drain of energy on me keeping an eye on him while he pesters everybody. <laughs> so, so he uh, drained the battery while we're waiting for that. And, and um, you got there at what time? I got there at by four. And what time did you leave? I think we saw the vet around 5.20 or 5.30. And so I probably got home by six because I dropped off the boy on the way. Right. Hey, I had his pills with me, so that was cool. Yay. Yeah. You got to drop him off and just be done for the weekend. Yes. So. At 6 o'clock on a Friday. At 6 o'clock on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Did you, so, did you at least get some alone time and personal time and recoup time on Friday? I did. As I'm coming up the hill, I'm thinking, stop thinking about where you need to be next <laughs> and just be here. But I'm thinking, yeah, but I'm trying to book up the trail because I need to get to the car in time to get the kid. So there was that. What was really kind of amazing was I saw not another person until I got back to the car. That's kind of great. I saw people when I was leaving from the car. Mm-hmm. One of them stopped and asked me where they were and how to get where they were going. <laughs> and and that, like I said, happens more now that I'm a guy. They figure, oh, there's a guy. Let's ask him. <laughs> and I, I wonder in part, you know, guys will ask guys. But he sent his wife out to ask me because she was on that side of the car and he was driving. And there were two friends in the back. But anyhow, um, and in part, you know, they also know not to bother women if they're by themselves, you know. Yeah. You don't do that. So, but you can bother some guy. So I don't know what the reasoning is exactly. Mm-hmm. I just know some of the components that could be included. But on the way back up, you had complete alone time. There was time. nobody walking on that trail. In part because there were, I think, because it was a weekday. And also in part, I think, because there were really big thunder boomer clouds. Like when I got to the 3.5 mile downhill spot where I stopped and turned around, I stopped to take a picture and then there was this big thunder and I looked around thinking where is the lightning you know just being aware I'm on the side of a mountain and I have trekking poles Mm -hmm. yeah so (laughs) I want to be the conduit nope but they had rubber on both ends so I was okay anyway the handles and that's great so I got some I was happy that I got to go to the trail anyway yes I was determined that okay this is not going to go the way I want but I'm not going to just give it up and not go right and so that was good Mm mm-hmm And we have pills for the dog, and they don't seem to be solving the problem. He's still squeaky. He still squeaks all effing night. I seem to be tuning it out. I don't notice him squeaking. I'm really glad because if he kept both of us, this would be a really bad situation. (laughs) It would. You're able to take naps in the middle of the day, though. I am, and I've decided to tell myself that I need to tune it out. And if I'm not, then I need to do the next thing of putting him out of our room, putting him out of the house. And at first, he'd squeak. When you put him out of the house, he goes outside our window and tries to claw his way in and squeaks at us. And then he goes and lays down. And I may have to do that because I I don't want to put him down. Besides the squeaking at night, he seems fine. He's just, and the kids 
like him. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to put another dog down. I prefer he dies of natural causes, and I've instructed him to do so. <laughs> so far, he has not taken me on that offer because, like I said, otherwise he seems fine. Right. He just doesn't like that we all go to sleep at night, and he's anxious about that or, or something. I thought he was probably in pain and that these anti-inflammatories could be helpful because he seemed a little better before when he was on them. He did. So he's only been on them a few days. Maybe it'll help. Right. Maybe I'll tune him out. Maybe. Maybe we'll find some other way to find you some alone time and personal time and rest time. Well, I did mention to my work wife after I got the call on Wednesday that I might need to find a different day to take part of it off. Because, like, I haven't taken off on a Wednesday, you know, Monday or Wednesday or Friday because there's a teenager that comes home and that's not being alone. No, but now that we're on summer break, two of them will be gone and one of them will be at the kids' club that has their all-day summer camp. Yeah, unless he gets suspended. Again. Which would be bad for... um, All of us. Yes, all of us. (laughs) His sanity will not like it. Yours won't like it. and, And therefore mine will not like it either. No. So I hope he doesn't. We have made him do what he needed to rather than what he wanted to during his suspension. Yes, we keep him home, and he says, can I go to the park? Can I watch a movie? Can I get a game? Can I play on your phone? No, you're going to do chores and homework. And if you don't have any chores and homework waiting, like on your normal to-do list, we'll find some for you. Yes, because that's what parents do when you've been in trouble. This is not supposed to be a fun experience if you're getting suspended. You're supposed to wish that you were back there, which normally he does. Normally, he doesn't want to hang out with us because we're boring adults. Anyway, he would rather be there. That's why he goes to a summer program. Our number three child doesn't always want to go. She does not. She would actually rather be with the adults. She probably won't go. Like when she comes home from her dad's, Right. you'll give her the option. She might go one week and not the other. Depends on what the field trips are. And and she likes to stay home and, what is it, crochet? She does like to crochet. Number three likes to crochet. Or do art. Mm -hmm. Or do some other type of art type thing. Yes, and last year I would let them earn screen time over the summer by working through academic workbooks, summer bridge books. And she's perfectly good with doing a bunch of homework in order to earn screen time. Yep. And she's kind of low-key like that. And she he, is. He's, he's not. He's never ne- been low-key. No, and he needs he needs a summer program. So if he wants it, he's going to have to not suck anybody, okay? No more hitting. Don't hit people, dude, please. Doesn't matter what you think they've done to you. Doesn't matter what they might have actually done to you. If you're the one who gets caught hitting, you're the one who gets suspended. And she won't be there to deal with him, the same woman who's been dealing with him. She's in a different part of a program when they're in the summer one. She's with the older kids, like teenagers, generally. Not for the one that's over here at the middle school. Oh. When they go to the big facility downtown, then she works with the teenagers. But for the half of the summer day camp that goes to the middle school here... She's there. She okay. she will be there. Yeah, because she manages them really good. She does. She just is like, no nonsense, and he knows exactly what's going to happen with her. Yes. And the other counselors always say, don't mess with her, dude. You don't mess with her. Yeah. Because she means business. Summer is shaping up to be fairly enjoyable. I'm still waiting on a few more phone calls from jobs. I'm still hoping to move. So far, it's not looking good. But we're not taking a vacation. No. We We look at maybe buying our house. Yeah. We need to find out what's going on with it. We don't have that information yet. So. We're closer. We are closer. Only because of the calendar. Only because of the calendar. So 
Here's hoping that you can free up a day on your calendar this coming week when there's nothing. I know what I need to do in order to maintain my health, and so I tend to figure out how to do that. Yes, I love that you maintain your own health. I really try. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I, I would help if needed. I make a good effort. But I love that it's not my job to do that. I'm good with that, too. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. Okay. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! I might have to kick him out. You might. Lay, lay down and stop licking things. Lay down. Lay down. No, no licking. You could get out. That would be okay too. No. Dogs. You say it with a nicer tone of voice than I do. <laughs> this one has been particularly pesty lately. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Ready? Sure. Sorry. That's okay. You got food stuck in your teeth. We will wait for you. Just don't start talking while you're still doing this. You got food in your teeth, too. I'm sure I do, but I'm not fussing with them right now while I'm trying to talk. I'm not trying to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Silly podcast. <laughs> Silly wife making you sit down with a microphone. Oh, uh, that's just how it works. Um. um. <laughs> Go ahead. Ha, 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 ha.